Hey everyone, welcome to this surprise episode. I mean, I guess if you're following us on Instagram, you might know that this episode was happening, but this is uh, our one year celebration episode. This is Philip, and Emma's also here today with us. Surprise. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> I, guess, I guess not surprise, because if we're celebrating a year of our podcast, we're probably both going to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, Emma, tell us a little bit about, you know, what we're going to be doing for this special little episode today. Oh, yeah. So like Philip said, we just wanted to do a fun little mini kind of happy dance moment for this podcast being around for a year. Like it is so crazy to think that a year ago we were um, we had no idea what we were doing. Let's be very clear. I feel like we've emphasized that for like the last year that this has just been a labor of love of like but also just a true labor of ignorance because we had no idea what we were doing when starting this podcast. <laughs> we really just learned everything the hard way, but we are here a year later, May 1st, 2021. It has been one year of just like God truly showing up, um, I think for this community, but also just for Philip and myself, this has been the most rewarding and purposeful thing that God has allowed us and blessed us with um, in this year. So we just wanted to take kind of the next, like, I don't even know how long this episode is going to be, but just like take a while to just kind of bask and, and be thankful for what God is doing in this community and just to have some fun. Um, okay. So I think we wanted to start with kind of just narrow way to Broadway victories, like in general. And and this is totally not to like toot our own horn. Like gen genuinely, the there are podcasts that have like a gazillion followers and like so many like subscriptions and viewers and stuff. And this is not to toot our own horn or say that our podcast is amazing. This is just to truly point to like the Lord's faithfulness. Um, but in one year, we went from zero followers, zero episodes, zero hours logged um, to almost 800 followers on Instagram, 20, almost 20, or is it 20 or over 20? I don't know. Prayers and um, interviews, over 8,000 listens in over 20 countries, including the UK, the Philippines, and Puerto Rico. And South Korea. We love you, Caroline Pendleton. We love you, Caroline P. <laughs> that shout out. Um, so yeah, so that's just crazy. Um, so Philip and I kind of just wanted to share some like real time, real life words that you all have just blessed us with over this last year in regards to the podcast. It has been so affirming to kind of hear and get word from people um, from how this is blessing them. So why don't you go ahead and start, Philip? Yeah. So the first one is is actually uh, a review from our Apple podcast, which another fun fact here, uh, 70, 78% of you that listen to the podcast listen on Apple podcast. So oh, I know. this one's from there. Yeah. If you don't actually listen to, or you, if you haven't left a review of our podcast um, before, go leave us a review as a birthday yeah. present. We would love Ooh, that. <laughs> yeah. A little gift. Um, but this is one of ours. Title is love. And it says, no matter what I'm going through in way to be way always seems to say exactly what I need to hear. I'm so grateful to them for providing spiritual guidance and conversation to an industry that so greatly needs it. Yeah. That's really so good. sweet. And that's, that's so from sweet. user exclamation mark one, two, E, three. <laughs> whoever <laughs> you, are. you are. We love you. We love you. We love you. Um, This is sort of similar. I think one thing that has been interesting, and I think we'll get into this a little bit later too, is that our vision for this podcast 
you know, it's starting during quarantine, we did not think that, you know, one year later, we would still be in kind of a similar state of the industry than we are now. So it's been interesting to see somebody, this is from just a text that I got about the podcast. And it just says, um, I loved, so this was in regards to one of our first episodes ever. It was the John Jorgensen episode. And they said, I loved what he said at the end about not lacking anything. Um, This was talking about Psalm Mm. 23. It says, so good to remember during quarantine too. I've been feeling so empty and like I have no significance because I'm not leading anything. I'm not working and it feels like I'm not really contributing to society. But it's such a good reminder that even now my performance has nothing to do with God's love and my peace. Ugh. And I was like, wow, that's so Oof. beautiful. Especially because wow. this has been such a weird time. And what a what a what a weird time to start a podcast for the theater industry when it's just simply been dead for like a year. Um, but yeah, another mm-hmm. another text I got, which was so cool, said, um, I felt for a while now that something bridging the gap between theater and faith needed to happen on a large accessible platform. I felt such a longing for it, and I know I have a calling to help contribute in bridging that gap in some way. But I, ta- I just have the utmost gratitude to you all. And I respect you for taking that action. Oh, this makes me wow. misty. I know. <laughs> so, gosh, yeah, yeah I, I just have to say, too, like, I know that some of y'all might know that I have I actually just finished up my internship uh, with the church that I'm with right now. And through all of this, gosh, they have been so encouraging. And they actually they've prayed over the podcast and into this ministry so much, which has been amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what's kind of really, really ironic about all this is the people that I'm around right now pretty much have no idea about anything theater at all. And Love most it. of my my friends are engineers and student athletes that are yet, you know, <laughs> going off to play professional sports right now. But they, like my friends are listening to this you know, theater podcast. And I'll get a text like literally yesterday, a friend of mine messaged me and was like, Hey, Philip, I listened to again, John Jorgensen's episode and it wasn't about theater at all. And I loved it. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, right. what a, what a gift that, that this has been able to minister so much to me. And, and what a, I, I know we've talked about this Emma, but um, I don't know, just being able to, for us personally to be able to continue leaning into our growth as believers and to really, you know, the, the episodes that we, that we do and the prayers that we create are really moments that we're walking through and really getting to lean into personally and spiritually. And so it's been just as much of a gift to us, uh, if not more than, Mm -hmm. than I hope it's been to you all. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things too, where like, your words, if I mean, if you're anybody who has listened to the podcast and has, you know, left a review or or sent us personal messages, like that is such a blessing to us. But you like, yeah. I don't know, it's hard to explain and not even just like how affirmed we feel. It's just that like, it is so beautiful to see how God is working and how he is connecting believers. Or even if you're listening to this and you're not a believer and you're just kind of curious about it, or yeah. you think one of us is like fun to listen to on a podcast, like we want you to know that probably Emma (laughs) no maybe not I don't know with with the train in the background um we do we do want you to know that like it you know even before May like we have been praying for you and even if we don't know you and even if you know you're you're not listening for any particular reason or you just kind of stumbled upon this podcast know that like 
you have been covered in prayer and we we do we pray very regularly and consistently for the people who decide to tune in um and we mm-hmm. we do want you to know that that even if we don't know your name or even if you know we've never had a chance to touch base online via Instagram or um you know even if we have never gotten to chat over the phone you know we we do pray for you um and we want you to know that like God intentionally has you listening today not that like you know narrow way to broadway is like the best way to like mm-hmm. you know do anything but i don't know just know that you're you're being covered in prayer and that god sees you yeah. and you know even if we don't know who you are we 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 have been praying for you um so Amen. yeah we love it okay cool so the next thing we were excited to do for this mini sode is we posted on instagram and we asked you all if you had any questions for us we realized that a podcast you are listening to a dialogue happening between one of us and a guest, but there, you know, there hasn't been much or has not been able to be much dialogue between like our audience and us. So we thought it would be so fun to do questions from you all. And we got so many just fun questions and such like a mix of silly questions and serious questions. So we picked some, we're not going to be able to answer all of them, but we are here just like ready to go. Um, Okay. So, Philip, yes. are you ready to go? I want to know, what is your funniest onstage mishap? Mm. So, I have two of them Whoa. that I'll throw out there. So, uh, the first one, I was at Disney World, living my dream. You know, I I gotten to perform with the uh, Broadway cast of Newsies and the Disney Christmas Day Parade. Um with what some friends heck? from back home and a dance company. And it was just like the, you could not have, like, I don't know if I will ever experience the joy that I experienced that day ever again <laughs> in my life. Oh my I pray, God. I pray regularly that God will allow me to experience that type of joy um, often. <laughs> but as a part of it, they also like the dance studios that were there were also doing kind of like a showcase of, I don't know, like pieces that they choreographed. And I'm a random kid from from Florence that had never been really in dance, but everyone knew that I knew love Newsy. So I somehow got in on the coattails of this thing. And we were performing this like hip to be square, like nerd mashup dance. Cause you know, like dance companies, especially competition dance companies, love a good mashup of random yeah, songs. So we're like definitely. doing that. It's hip to be square. And I'm like dressed as a nerd. We're doing all this stuff. And there's one moment where I like jump over someone's back and um, oh, no. my pants ripped no. from the front of the crotch all the no. way to the back of the crotch <gasps> in front of thousands of people. <laughs> and I can picture this now. And I mean, like, I'm a, this is like, I don't know. I'm coming. I, I'm like in, it's just awkward. It's awkward. It's that how, age of life. How old are you? How old are you? I'm a junior in high school. Wait, what? I thought you were like seven. This is way no, worse. No, I'm a junior in high school here. And I'm, I'm the only guy with the group, of course. There's like five guys out of all these people that are here. No. And my, my pants ripped. But fortunately, it was a nerd dance and everyone thought it was planned. Um, so They were like, it it's great. hip to be square. Hip this to be square. Look, can rip his pants. It's hilarious. No, no marking. No marking. If you don't rip your pants, you're not doing a full out enough. Yeah, classic comedy. Oh my God, um, you're horrible. And then the other one. So I was on uh, on tour with the Barter Players and 
there we're just especially one of the things that barter players are known for is we change clothes really really fast and we play lots of characters in one play so we were doing our our children's show princess and the pea and i played this wrestler in the kingdom it was a wrestling themed princess and the pea legendary go go check it out catherine bush's princess and the pea mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a masterpiece so i played the prince's servant, but also the prince's arch nemesis, who was this wrestler named El Gigantico. And so this was maybe, this was like our second or third performance of this show. And I ran off stage as El Gigantico. And when I ran back on as the king's servant, it was literally like walk behind the drop, run around to the other side of the stage, walk on the stage. And I am this new character, the king's servant, Jerry. And Jerry walks on stage wearing the El Gigantico mask. Um, And it added a whole nother layer because (laughs) (laughs) now, now the King's servant is also possibly his arch nemesis. Um, And, and what nuance. Yeah. And nuanced. And uh, the kids definitely picked up on it when we had our uh, talk back and meet and greet, which was, I mean, great that they were paying attention, but it was uh, a quick moment of I'm sitting there talking, realizing I have the mask on my face still of this wrestler. Um, it was pretty great. Like pretty how funny. do you recover? Yeah, no, I feel like that's yeah, you just you just rip it off and you throw it in the air and right, you drop into the world of the play. I guess that uh, Jerry might today be the arch nemesis of his own hey. uh, prince that he's the servant to. So I actually have a similar one that just came to me when I was great. a freshman. I think I was a freshman in high school. I was getting ready to be a sophomore in high school. And I always do, I always did theater at this, um, this theater called Theater Charlotte. They have this program in the summer called the Student Theater Guild where like high school and college students can perform. And we were doing Pippin and I was playing Catherine. And if you know the show at all, Catherine doesn't come in till act two. So I was in mm-hmm. act one as just like a generic like dancer, like ensemble member. And at the Fossey end of that- hand, yeah. Yeah, Fossey hand. Um, and so- and as Catherine, I wore this like flaming red wig. It was like very fun. Um, so at the end of act one in Pippin and at the beginning of act two, there's this scene where like, all these monks come in and they're at this church and they like come in and sing this like Latin song. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, so like we're all walking in in a line and we're like singing this song, la, 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 as monks. Yes. And I realized like five steps onto the stage that I don't have my hood on my head I just mm. have my Catherine wig on. And so I'm walking on and like five steps onto the stage. I'm like, I'm just, it's so obvious. It's on the video. It's so obvious. Like people are like, who is this random woman who like doesn't have her hood on as a monk? And then in act two, you meet her and she's like Pippin's lover. You're like, wait, what? And so I didn't know what to do mm. because I didn't want to distract anybody any more yeah. than I already was. So I didn't put the hood back on. So that was pretty bad. And then when I was in Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in kindergarten, my gum fell out on stage. Why was I mm. chewing gum on stage? Probably because I was in kindergarten. But yeah, gum fell out on stage. That was pretty bad too. I've become a big gum chewer recently. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because you have uh, an oral that's fixation. That's a random fact. Yeah, it's probably because I – so if you don't uh, – yeah, I have an oral fixation that might sound <laughs> weird to people that, that don't know me, but I like to chew on things like straws yeah. – um, remotes, yeah. uh-huh. my cell phone case. But he's a survivor. A he's a survivor. a survivor. Um, I'm living with and, an oral fixation. And I'm living with an oral fixation. <laughs> and, and chewing gum is really helping. That's so, so good. Really glad great. for you. 
Cool. Can't anyway. <laughs> okay. Emma, um, what would your walk-up song be in a fight? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving, moving on. We're, we might edit that out. <laughs> we might edit that out. Um, okay, so another great question we got was, what would your walk-up song be in a fight? And I think I've talked about this song like a few times, but I'm just like so loyal to it. There's a song called Won't He Do It by Corin Hawthorne. And I think hopefully if we can get the editing right, you guys are going to hear a little bit of it right now. That's great. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, a good it's one. so hype. Okay. I love it. What What would yours be? Um, Gosh, I... I honestly have no clue. I mean, okay. I'm in, I'm all over the place in my music taste right now. Sure. Um, yeah. I've I've recently okay. started li- listening to like some rap and hip hop, which is like Whoa. what? <laughs> what? I don't I don't know where that came from, but we're okay. we're yeah. I I am listening to a little bit of rap music right now. Nothing like too hardcore um, or mainstream. Yeah. But yeah. Honestly, Probably. I mean. I'm loving Maverick City right now. If yeah. you don't listen oh, to Maverick sure. City's music, get on it, y'all. It is so good. And uh, amazing. I mean, hype. if it was a musical theater song, uh, Sunday Clothes, for sure. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> the ending? Come on. <laughs> your walk-up song in the a ending? fight? Oh, yeah. Come on. Put on your Sunday clothes. <laughs> It's like spiritual, a spiritual yeah, fight, like yeah. literally spiritual warfare. You're like, put on my literal Sunday clothes to show up for, for a battle. Come on, yeah. Watch you, out, you devil. Said, Watch out, demons. Yeah. I got my the Sunday way, clothes. The on. way spelled of righteousness or whatever, you're like, put on my vineyard vines, yeah. put on my Sunday clothes. <laughs> my khakis and my, and my loafers. Can't wait. I love that. That's amazing. Amazing. Oh okay. Um, this question was funny and I like don't really... <laughs> I like don't really know how to answer it, but the question is, do you eat or do anything fun before recording an episode? So before I record an episode, so I actually read somewhere that you're supposed to eat an apple before you record a podcast, like on a mic or something. There's something about like the, the like, not citrus, like the, the, what is the word? What is the word I'm looking for? There's something about what is in an apple that breaks up the sound well or like helps your mouth not to like have those popping noises. Mm. I never do that, but so I, so that's not really an answer to the question, but, um, but yeah, so, so I would say that usually when I record, I just like have water near me because I tend to get like nervous, especially if I'm talking to someone really cool, which is most of the time because all, all of our um, guests are cool. And I try not to get like weird dry mouth and have those weird dry mouth sounds. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as doing anything before an episode, I always, I mean, it sounds like so basic, but I'm always like trying to be in hardcore prayer um, before the episodes um, start just because, you know, we should, you know, praying is really good, especially over something like this. And and a lot of the times the guests have really no idea what's about to happen. So it's really fun to um, get to just like pray with them and, you know, over the episode before recording. Yeah. I mean, that's what pretty much what I'm doing as well. Cramming like mad last minute to make sure that there's no like last minute information about the guests that I want to figure out or ask them, ask them, ask them about. There's that word. Um, I Mm -hmm. typically, uh, you can tell that I didn't do it. I'll like warm up 
literally like I'm going to perform, um, do some, oh. do some good link later exercises. Some you're not, no, you're no, kidding. I'm literally not kidding. Like I, I mean, not like you do link later, not like crazy Emma, like, uh, oh. and, and if I did, who are you? <laughs> I paid a lot of money for those exercises. <laughs> To learn I'm just picturing you laying on the ground, laying on the ground with oh, a yeah, purple yeah, yeah. bubbling spring in your mind. Humma, humma, humma. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. That's incredible. No, but sometimes I'll do some like warm ups because I tend to just run through words and like trip over words. So sometimes I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And usually one thing that I like to do is just pray into like, if there's anything that God wants me to um you know, say to the guest, like if there's any encouragement that he wants me to share with them or um, mm. anything specific, yeah, to them spiritually mm-hmm. that I feel like he mm-hmm. just ask him to reveal stuff to me that um, maybe our guest needs to hear during the episode mm-hmm. too. So yeah. part of our That's part of our mission at Narrowway to Broadway, which we haven't really talked a ton about this, is to edify um, people. And so yeah. I feel like that's kind of kind of me trying to step into that edify, unify, yeah. fortify um, right. mission that we have. Totally. Um, this one's fun. Someone asked, best slash worst acting experience or gig? And I'm not kidding you. I think about mine daily. So worst, <laughs> I'm going to go, wait. Can you give me the best one, Philip? And then I'll start with the worst and then you can end with the best so we don't want to be too like negative. Love that. Okay, I'm going to start with the worst. Um, When I was in eighth grade, I convinced two of my great friends to audition for a production of The Jungle Book at Matthew's Playhouse in North Carolina. I was like, girls, Courtney, Catherine, let's all audition. It'll be so fun. Okay, so, you know, eighth grade Emma, she is like such a musical theater hunty. She's like got her, you know, inch and a half capizios walking into this audition. She's like so ready. So plot twist, I'm like gunning for the narrator. I've been like, you know, practicing my song for weeks and I don't I don't get the narrator. And even more than I don't get the narrator, the two girls I convinced to audition for the show, split the role. Mm. <laughs> so, they, so they both booked it over me and I convinced them to audition for it. And so then I didn't get to play the role I wanted to, you know, like sad, sad, cry, cry, cry. Then I get asked to be the dance captain. So I'm like, okay, that that could be fun. Like I can be, and I, and I get cast as a monkey and a wolf, of course. And so I'm like, okay, I'm the dance captain. Like I can learn, I can delegate, I can lead. Like God use me, lead me, come on. And... It turns out that the dance captain doesn't really have to do anything. However, because this is was a Jungle Book kids production, I was solicited to teach children who came for their field trips. I had to teach them the I want to be like you dance. So like Emma in eighth grade walks out to all these like kindergartners and I'm like, hoo, 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 I want to be like you, hoo, and I had to teach them this thing. And this this went on for months. Uh, like, I was in this show, and it went on for months, yes. and this was my, like, purpose. So that was my worst gig ever. Mm. We, Hopefully it will remain that way. Remember, just remember back to the days, and it's if some of you are in this or, or community theater people, this is not at you at all. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just oh, saying, no. remember the days when we would be in shows and rehearsals, rehearsals would last for, like, three months? 
yes. for like six months <laughs> for things versus like in professional yeah. theater where it's like you have three days <laughs> no literally three days also like the most iconic part of that i think is that you would have six months to rehearse and like when it got to the opening night you still, still didn't weren't know ready it. no <laughs> you were still like oh my gosh you guys like i don't know what i'm doing like i don't even know the choreography oh my goodness and then you're like and then you're like six you're you know like 14 and you're like showing up to school and you have just come from tech week and you're like guys like this was this was a crazy week like i just opened my show at the local community theater but i mean honestly it is true like some of the best community i've had in my life has been from those processes you know of six months of getting oh yeah to really sit down with people and what a, what a special time um, th- yeah. those times were. It's so true. Uh, for me, the best, uh, the one best. of the coolest things I, I mean, I, I've talked about Barter one million times here. Barter was amazing. So I'm going to just say that before I say anything else. Uh, so Barter yeah. Theater, amazing. Um, but I did get to do something called the Phoenicia International Festival of the Voice. And I did mm. a show, uh, I did Kiss Me Kate. And it starred uh, Miss America uh, Susan Powell what? and That's so um, random. and Richard White, who was the voice of Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. And uh, some of my oh, f- other friends from college were in that show too. So it was a ton of fun up in the Catskills. Um, we got to report. Re- I cannot speak today. I'm so sorry, you all. I'm just so excited about our year anniversary. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm so nervous. Um, <laughs> Do but- some link later. <laughs> I can't. Um, but basically, like, this guy is Gaston embodied in real life every moment and move that he makes. And yeah, I got to crack whips in a field with this man. Um, Leroy Reams, who is a multi-time Tony Award winner, was our director. And it was just wild. It was so much fun and just a trip from moment to moment because it was like I felt like I walked into this old, like, Broadway family reunion of people that don't really see each other all the time, but are like best friends. And they're like, yeah, come on and hang with us in this field in upstate New York. But also we're rehearsing in Pearl in New York. And I like got to live in New York and ride the train and like rehearse in Pearl and live like a Broadway actor. I felt like (laughs) for a week. That's amazing. Which is crazy. That's so fun. So fun. I love that. Good gig. Good Good gig. gig. Good gig. Um, Okay. I love this question. Um, shout out to our good friend, Karen Saul, who is a journalist mm. giving us some fun questions. Um, she asked, how do, how has the podcast morphed or changed over the past year, good or bad? And mm. I, I feel like one way the podcast has morphed, and I think this is less about like how the podcast itself has morphed, but more of just how our expectation of what it would be has morphed. Because yeah. I remember – when we first, you know, were praying over this project and like thinking about the podcast, we were we were praying and hoping and our vision was that the every other week prayers and meditations, like there was there was a time when we almost called them holding room prayers. Like yeah. they were originally designed and we were hoping that it would be like you put your earphones in while you're in the holding room and you listen to a prayer and meditation and you're, and you like engage with the Lord before you go in for an audition or before like an interview, that was kind of the original intent or vision for, you know, half of what narrow way to Broadway has turned into. So, and now I feel like a lot of these prayers and meditations have to do 
with, you know, the subject matter of the interview the week before mm-hmm. and current events. And I think that that is what that has definitely changed because I do not think that that was our original intention. But I think that what that has done, like kind of what you touched on, Philip, earlier was that the, I think that, that has made the podcast really accessible for people who aren't in theater, yes. but who just maybe mm-hmm. want to listen and and like it. It's like not so niche that they can it can be accessible to them, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else would you say, Philip? Oh, gosh. I think that like we literally have episodes and scripts to episodes that we like we have episodes recorded that we haven't released yeah. that were made for that purpose. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that it's been like on that subject, it's been such a blessing because God taught us in that moment, maybe that maybe like speaking directly to that isn't what we're supposed to be doing here. Um, yeah, maybe, right. maybe we are trying to, um, you know, put spiritual ideas and slightly put theater themes or, or brands around them to, um, you know, help present it to present it to you all and help you maybe understand or see yeah. things in a in a different light. So, I think that's been a yeah. for sure the biggest adjustment that we've made. We we really thought we would be doing a lot more talking about like musicals and plays and stuff like that specifically about like what was it like to be backstage with such and such or um, what right. was your favorite moment in uh, in showboat whatever show who knows i don't know where showboat came from but um like what was your favorite moment of that but instead we've turned into like what's god teaching you right now um what's some adversity that you've come against as as an actor like you said we've talked about a lot of current events that are going on and that's been a big change a lot of my editing style has changed throughout the season i don't know if you've been able to tell that but i've gotten a lot better i feel like at balancing people's vocals Mm -hmm. um and understanding how to do transitions. Yeah. Learn how to cut out noises and cut clips. And um, we don't tend to Mm -hmm. cut too much from the episodes, but just how to clean Mm -hmm. things up, audio tracks. uh, I've learned a lot about social media and Mm. how to make graphics and things like that, that are eye catching and appealing and aesthetic and um, hashtags, hashtags galore, which if, Here's a little insight into into what we do. Emma actually is kind of our our writer role, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like on between the two of us, you handle more of the writing um, mm-hmm. things, and we tend to kind of balance the graphics part of everything that we make. And then right. when it comes to like editing the episodes, I do all of that work. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we record our own episodes and everything, and. So that's kind of a little inside to how we how we get everything done. It's a two person ship, and some weeks it's mm-hmm. really hard to get everything yeah. out. But then other weeks, kind of what we're we're living in right now, which we're recording this episode pretty last minute, but we're pretty on top of stuff for so this season, fun. which is crazy and such a blessing yeah. because I feel like there's just a lot that's going to be coming up in this next season yeah. of life. And God was so kind to have so many people come into our periphery but also step forward and be like hey i'd love to be on an episode and we're like we'd love to have you (laughs) where'd you come from yeah (laughs) yeah what a blessing what a blessing um i think that's the biggest things yeah this was so fun so fun i yeah well this is like the perfect little transition we just kind of wanted to end uh briefly this episode just in a time of like prayer and awe and thanksgiving uh just for god and and what he's done this year through this podcast and just like through you all um if you're listening to this again you've been prayed for and you give us purpose in this time so 
um, join us in praying for uh, the, the years hopefully to come. God, we just are here today to celebrate what you have done. This is all about you. Um, this isn't about our podcast may be a theater related podcast about performing arts, but this is all for you and all in worship and praise and all to you, God. We love you so much. And we um, are just, just not able to sit here and not recognize your goodness and your favor and the blessing that you've put, um, put over this idea that you gave Emma and I a year ago, a little over a year ago now. It's been such a big part of my life and it's given me so much purpose and so much hope and just a new appreciation for artists and a deeper love for you than I've ever experienced. So I just wanna say thank you for that. I thank you for the community and the relationships that are beginning to be formed between people that I never would have met if it weren't for this uh, podcast. And I'm just so excited to see where it continues in our next year and our coming seasons. And I pray that you will just continue to speak through Emma and I um, to our listeners and also just allow our listeners to feel the freedom and the ability to, to speak to us as well. Soften artist hearts and you allow them to find our podcast if they haven't found it already or to share it with their friends. And so I praise you for all that, Lord. Yeah, God, I just echo everything Philip said. Um, you, We are just so in awe of you and how you can plant seeds that multiply into like beautiful fruit and fruit that we did not expect and fruit that is still to come that we had no that we have no you know foreknowledge of what it's going to look like god um we pray that this podcast can continue to just point to you that's all we want to do um and if there's ever a time when it's you know it doesn't point to you and it's it becomes about us or it becomes about the things of this world god then we pray it away um that we only want this to exist if, it, if it's a direct path um, and a direct connection between you um, and how you love your sons and daughters who are in this industry and who just listen, God. Um, yeah, we are we are so thankful um, for for this community, and we just pray for everybody who we've had on the podcast, God. We pray for the guests that you've allowed to use their stories to just speak to us. Um, we pray that you'll bless them and bless their families, um, give them favor in Jesus' name, God. Um, we just pray that you'll continue to, sh to provide opportunities for them to share who you are um, through connection and through this, this wonderful, small, beautiful world that is Christian art. Um, yeah, we just love you so much and we thank you for the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe. We release new episodes the first and third Monday of the month. For more information on what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at InwayBWay. 